Welcome to episode two of We Got This or Do We? I'm Ali Magistrali. I'm Uni Mojica. Thanks for joining us again. Thank you so much. Shout out to that theme song you heard. It was written and composed by my brother, Ace Mo. You can find him on Instagram if you want to follow him. He's a DJ. He's incredibly talented. Find him on Instagram at Ace Mo, A-C-E-M-O. Shout out. Thanks, Ace. We appreciate you. Uh, we also wanted to let you guys know where we're coming from. I think the first episode, we mentioned New York City, but uh, we are physically at QED in Astoria in New York City. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're coming from. Um Maybe that will change uh, in the future. Maybe we'll be traveling and we'll do some off-site, off-New York City site episodes, but we'll see. But that's where we are right now, guys. Yes. Um, And then also mentioned in the first episode, uh, I referenced Darian Douglas's podcast. Uh, It is called The Working Artist Project. You can find that on iTunes podcast app and Spreaker. Um, the Working Artist Project. So we wanted to make sure we plugged those things that yeah. we forgot to mention in the first mm-hmm. episode. That we believe in and, and they support us as well. So yeah, sharing the knowledge Thanks, and Uni- the creativity. Thanks, Unimo. <laughs> so episode two, what are we talking episode about? Two. Today what are we, we are about, talking Uni? about red flags. Wave them. Mm-hmm. Wave the red flags. Yes. What are so you must be asking like, okay, what are red flags? Or it's obvious to you, but I'm not gonna assume that this is obvious. Red flags are basically warning signs, um, gut reactions, your third eye, if you believe in in those things. Your your, your judgment your, eye. Your judgment, your intuition, your intuition. And applied into different scenarios in your life. Different relationships. Mm-hmm. Intimate relationships, friendships. Colleagues, family members, and also even red flags within yourself and actually checking yourself. Totally. Looking at yourself, understanding yourself. So I think that a lot of times people forget that last part. Mm. Looking at yourself, um, bettering yourself, saying something about the man in the mirror. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know? Uni's album is dropping summer 2018. (laughs) Um, yeah, I think when it's so easy to look at your relationships that you have and how they're affecting you, but sometimes you got to turn it around and say, what's going on with me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think with red flags, a lot of people think only of romantic relationships, but relationships are relationships. All around your interactions with people in the world. You're not living in a vacuum. Right. So, so let's get into it. Um, Uni, we want to talk about romantic relationships first. Dating. Get it out of the way. Romantic relationships. Because we're both in it right now. Yeah, we single, you know? Singling and mingling. (laughs) All the single ladies. Single ladies. All the single ladies. You know, we out here in the streets. It's rough out here. and, And when... You're out there dating people. You, they're all you think about are red flags. For me, at least, like, what is this person about? First thing I think about is like, where, where do you come from? Like, I've, I'm the first to admit, I've done online dating. I've been on Bling. plenty of apps from 
Tinder to Plenty of Fish to OkCupid okay to Bumble. Like, I've done it. You've done it. I've done it. I've, I've done it a little soul, bit. I've even been on SoulSwipe. Like, <laughs> for those of you who don't even know what SoulSwipe is, Tell it's us. basically like, if you love black people, swipe left or swipe right. <laughs> There's something for everyone, but, right? Yeah, either way. Like, I know I have some friends that are, that were on, like, what is it called? Like, J-Date or what is it? The J-Date. There's one. I, I don't know what it's called, but a friend was on one for, like, people with an active fit lifestyle. Oh, yeah. I've even seen one that was called, like, for music called Taste Buds or something. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> there's like, there's so many. Like, I'm exhausted by them. It's exhausting. I currently am not on a dating app. I've exhausted. I've had plenty of... And on dating apps, you're trying to figure out the red flags by looking at someone's picture. And yeah, and they're what? what the first things that they say and the emojis that they have in their profile. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ugh. Yeah, I um, mostly I'm not on the dating apps, and when I am, oh, I okay. hate it, and I feel like I don't need it in my it's life. Trash. But I mean, if hey, if you're an intro- introvert and you're ha- and you're having trouble meeting people. I also know a lot of people that have had success on them. Yes, yes, facts. That's a fact. A family member of mine met her husband on Plenty of Fish. Yeah. And that was actually the reason why I was like, you know what, maybe I should try this. Yeah. I mean, I don't regret, I don't regret online dating. I learned a lot about myself. But I I digress. We digress. From the subject. (laughs) But We can do another episode on online online dating. dating. (laughs) <laughs> but and maybe just a note to to before we move on is like our perception of online dating has to change like if we really want it to be a success we have to not be annoyed with it we have to be open yeah, to the experiences that we're going to have and like have faith that you'll actually meet someone mm-hmm. that's compatible with you that doesn't bring up all the red flags right so, so you were you were saying background is in important being, in being on dates and and being single, I well, some of the first thing questions that I ask are like, "Who are you? Where do you come from? How were you raised? What's your background?" And that's important to that's you, a bit to me. So I think that but, you have to be clear on the qualities that are non-negotiable to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, the kind of the bigger things. I mean, and this is hard when you first meet someone and you're dating. You're not talking about children. You're not talking about finances. No, you want to be cool. Religion, me, politics. Um, and I think it's also what is your intention in in dating this person? Like, are you looking for something serious or something? Right, and it's more case casual. by case. You can meet somebody and be like, right. yeah, I just want to hook up with them, or oh, I am interested in actually being with them based off of their personality. Like, right, it's case by case. But if you know, even despite what your intention is for going on that date, like if their background, where they come from, um, seeing how they move in public, um, if that is important to you right away, then they're red flags for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Red flags. Yeah, like, da- okay, dating on the history person. is another one with that. Yeah. What? Like, I had a guy tell me, like, oh, yeah. I just opened up and told me like all of his sexual experiences on the first date. So uh, early on, just his like early on, and uh, and that made like, that was like a red flag to you. You flagged you did, it. I'm not judging you, but for me, I know who I am, and that wouldn't work for you. That doesn't work for me. Yeah, 
That's a big You got to be clear on those things. So like we said kind of at the beginning, turning around and looking at yourself, like you got to be clear on what those red flags are for you. Mm -hmm. They're different for everybody. And it's okay if like, like you said, you're not judging this person. He had his own experiences and that's really cool. Right. But for you, that dinged something in your gut, in your third eye. Yeah. In your red flagging. Yeah, it was a real red flag. Like he was like, oh yeah, I had an orgy. And I was like, no, that's not I'm not interested in doing that. (laughs) I mean, some people are like, yeah, I'm about that life. Like I'm sexually open and I want to experience that too. For me, no. It wasn't good for you. It wasn't good for me. Cool. Did I listen to that red flag in the moment? I didn't. I I actually was like, you know what? He had his own experience and he's regretful of it. But I'm not going to judge him, but I'm going to give him a chance. And that's when I decided, okay, mental note, I'm going to watch how things go. Right. And that's... And not jump to conclusions. for watching how people move. I think you're really good at that. So when... So red flags, at the beginning of a relationship, when you first meet someone, you ding that red flag. You are really good at saying, okay, I'm going to note that and, like, see how things... Go, go, yeah. In the next couple of weeks, I want to do something about it immediately. Mm-hmm. So, what's your what's your take on that? When like you're into someone, you're dating them, something comes up that you're not cool with. What is your my mo? Yeah. Basically, I yeah, I take how do you handle? I take it? mental note. I internalize it. I ask myself like, am I willing to? Do I want to be open to this and give this a chance? A lot of times. My history, I do. I do give it a chance. I think that's um, really, that's awesome. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It's arguable. It's admirable. It's admirable because <laughs> you're not jumping to conclusions. No, because I, I want to believe that everybody has good in them. I don't want to assume that people are shit. Yeah. You know? What about if you've been dating someone for a while and you think you know them? And then all of these things start popping up. So, like, by that point, you're in it. Like, you're in a committed relationship. Yes. And then this person does something to cross the line, uh, make them, make you not trust them, um, whatever. Like, what do you think you do in that situation? Kind of the same thing. Like, you try to, I guess you can have a more honest and open conversation about those things. Yeah. That at that point, it's not a mental note. It is not a. I'm going to take this and see how they move. No, I'm going to take this and have a conversation. Yeah, I'm going to address it. I'm going to say like, what's going on? What's going on with with you? Where are you at mentally? Is this something that? How deep does it affect me? Does it even have to do with me at all? Right. Because if if you're in a relationship for that long. Let's say where you say you, you're you're saying that you do know them for a long time, whether it's like three years, four years, five years, whatever. Like you have, you live together. You have a you life live together. together you have a life together. Because people change. Yeah, I think if people are changing to an extent that it's super drastic, that's a really rocky signal. It's definitely a red flag. And what it? What do you think? Um, like involvement of your friends or people in your circle that are 
are noting these things and say to you like, hey, like, you know, you're in a discussion, you're sharing, hey, this happened, my dude or my girl did this, and your friend, someone very close to you says, oh, shit, like, that's, I'm not sure about that. What it, how do you feel about your friends coming in and, like, having an opinion on Having what? an opinion. I need it. Yeah. But then do you, I think a lot of people will have it, but then you got to let your friends well, make their things, own decisions. Well, yeah. Well, some things in, in life you learn by people telling you and some things are learned by experience. Right. Like you have to just experience it in order to learn your the lesson and you have to go through it yourself. Like it's like when- Go I'm, through all the motions. Yeah. You can have, have a friend or an elder tell you like, hey, your life's going to be a lot easier if you just do it this way. Some of those lessons you can actually take and listen to and some things you just have to just go through yourself right and and figure out how to move within that and figure out what lesson is being taught to you so you can actually internalize it so you don't make those mistakes again or whatever or whatever whatever it is or if somebody's treating you in a way in a certain way and you decide to live in it and figure it out Right. You know, I think it's important to surround yourself with people that will give you. you. Yeah. will give you those honest opinions, but then support you no matter what. Right. That's been a really big lesson people for me. You put around the people you put around you is everything. Like they say, birds of a feather flock together. And mm-hmm. that's a, another red flag when I'm dating. <laughs> Who do you hang out with? Mm-hmm. Who do you confide in? Who do you hold as an example? Like seeing what your the person you're dating, your the person that other. I'm dating, I'm dating. Who do they have in their yeah, lives? Yeah, like, who are your friends? What are your friends like? Do you have any friends? <laughs> if you don't, like that's that's a big red flag for me. Like you don't have any friends, you don't talk to anybody. Yo, that's that's weird. What's going on there? <laughs> I mean, there's something going on. What's no going offense, on, to, if you don't have friends, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uni isn't here to judge anyone. <laughs> I'm not judging you, but you ain't got no friends. There's something wrong with you. No, that's really fucked up. I think that if someone doesn't have friends and they're totally cool with that and they're... They're just a loner. They're, they're making it work for themselves and they're happy about that. Yeah, but I think as long as you're happy. But, if okay, if you're getting... For me, I can't be with somebody that doesn't actually have a source to confide in. That's good to know. And then also, a lot of times, if they don't have a source to confide in, they're putting it all on you. Yeah, and then it, then the relationship become, can become toxic. Yeah, too much of too much of one person. It's like, hey, I need to go be with my friends, and you're over here clinging to me. You can't have that, right? I had a thought about all relationships, red flags. I can't remember it right now that I was going to say, but moving on, friendship. Friendships with red flags? Friendships are interesting because it is different than a romantic relationship. But I think that why can't we feel just as much of a closeness to our friendships and put as much effort into those relationships as our romantic relationships? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what I look like, what I look for in those friendships are people that are are going to put just as much effort and care and dedication and energy into that relationship as I see that they are with 
romantic relationships. Right. I mean, maybe I keep hitting this other microphone. <laughs> I'm going to just move that over. Um, Maybe that's how I'm feeling because I'm not in, I don't have a romantic relationship right now. Mm-hmm. I don't have that partner. But, you know, just as much as like attending weddings and making it a priority to to go to those events, I think it's for your friends. Like I have a few friends graduating from a graduate program. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's just as important to support those things for your friends as it is a significant other. Yeah. Because at the I end of know. the day, yeah, at the end of the day, there. if you are in a romantic relationship with somebody, are you taking care of your relationships outside of that? Or are you investing everything into that romantic relationship and forgetting about the people that were there right. for you Right, and I think that could be a red along. flag Yes, to someone you're dating. But red flags in friendships, you got to, and this is all relationships too. We're going to talk about someone that's, what did we say? An opportunist right. and a narcissist. I think for any relationships, if you find yourself around someone who's like that, it's not going to be a good situation yeah, for you. Yeah, who's, who's a little more selfish. Like is a red flag. Is, it, is there an equal exchange of time, of communication, of emotional support? And the seesaw of that on the other side is like, are you giving that to your friend as well are they are they constantly coming to you and you're giving them your energy and then is it are you doing the same for them is it one-sided like a red flag is if you ask yourself like oh I have this friend and they're only coming to me because they only come to me when they need something and that's it it's never like oh let's hang out and spend time together it's always like hey I have a problem can you help me or oh I need money. Can you help me out? Right. That's a big red flag. Yeah. And just noticing, like, can you can you actually go to them in confidence? Mm-hmm. You can even say that about family, too. Yeah, I think these issues that we're talking about can be all relationships, mm-hmm. like we've said. For me, communication and listening is a really big one. And listening is something that I'm constantly working on for myself. Um. I think that when we're having conversations, we're always thinking about what's the next thing that I want to say rather than focusing on what the person is telling you and Mm -hmm. then responding off of what they say to you. Yeah. And I recently had two very different situations of red flags and communication, one where the person was not willing or wanting or able to receive what I was saying to them. Um, and was just defensive, 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 which never feels good when you're putting yourself in a vulnerable position and that person turns around and slaps you across the face. You're like, uh, uh, I was feeling nervous about this anyway, and now I feel really bad about this, mm. which that is huge for me. If that's happening in friendships and in, in, um, romantic relationships with your family, with colleagues, like... I back away from that situation immediately. But then... Do you you tell them that you're backing away or do you just do it in silence and um, and just let them come to you later? Or do you you leave it alone? I... It depends. 
Um, in this situation that you're referencing. In this situation, I left it alone. I This was specifically the, the situation that I'm thinking of is a guy that I was dating, had super strong feelings for, but it had only been a few months. Mm-hmm. And there was a situation with his life where I felt like I needed to express how I was feeling because even though I felt like it was too soon – in our relationship, there were changes that were happening that I felt like, okay, I need to put myself out there. Um, And I did, and that felt good, and he received, like, my feelings telling him how I felt, but then his actions became hurtful to me because I felt like I was being disrespected. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't asking for, for him to feel the same way I did. I just wanted him to respect my feelings now that he knew what they were um, and have good communication about what was going on. And he kind of ignored those things. Mm. And then when I went to him and said, Hey, your actions are making me feel really badly about this. Like, you know, I have feelings about you, about this situation and I'm trying to navigate them and be happy for you, but, but also honor what I'm feeling. And, I don't think you're you're treating me like a human being with those feelings. And he went off on me. Really? Yeah. And like started saying that it was red flags that I was behaving that way. Like he was seeing red flags. And so I tried to bring the situation down. It got heated. And I tried to just stay calm and go in with an open mind and after that things really changed because even though he had no problem telling me that he felt red flags coming up in that situation (laughs) I didn't tell him like yo your behavior is giving me red flags because I felt like he wasn't able to receive it um that was a situation was like oh this person emotionally cannot take on what I'm telling him and isn't and isn't curious about taking it on Wow. You know what's it? You is this now that I'm telling this, Uni has heard this story. Yeah. Already. Uh, is yeah, it? Yeah, this is new. Oh, really? Well, it's not in a new story. It's just a new the way I'm, the way you're Yeah, the way I'm telling it. It's interesting what time does. So then I have this other situation where this friend has always been really open and I have felt really comfortable talking to them and feel like the information is received. And lately I'm feeling like, oh, you're just saying, you're not actually expressing how you feel. You're saying what you think I want to hear. Ugh. Which is, I think, Ew, even I trickier. That. I hate that. Like you can't, you can't tell the difference between being truthful and just spewing out bullshit because they think you're gonna like like and then later on there's and then later on there's tension because it's like oh well I hate that shit. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't express how I felt because I was, you know, putting your feelings first. It's like, well I didn't ask you to do that. So why are you putting that on me? Communication is tough. It is. Man. So Bottom line, I think you need to be clear on what your personal values are and what you need in any of your relationships. Like, is it important to you to have the same political views? Can you be friends with someone that has 
completely opposite political views. Right. Can you talk to them about those things? Yeah. Have you been able to do those things? What do you mean exactly? Like with our new president being elected. Oh, I, I just don't associate myself with anybody. You don't for that. Like I know you cut nope. it off. No, nope. not even, entertaining that. Even if you are friends with someone and then find out that I haven't had to, I haven't. They're a Trump supporter. I have, or never, I have not had a Trump supporter enter my sphere. Really? Yeah, it just hasn't happened. Wow. I am proud to say. <laughs> I mean, I just I haven't ever associated been association with anybody like that. Not by, of course, by choice, but like by default, really. Yeah. I'm sure there's people around me, but like nobody's ever had the audacity to be like, I voted I Trump. Yes. Like, no, no one. No one has ever come up to me. I've had friends that I have friends that um, are Trump supporters or Republicans. And I think that didn't it never used to bother me like, OK, you're Republican. Mm -hmm. So what? But now in the age of Trump, it's a different conversation. It's something that I've really struggled with and I've had to find the balance of. Mm -hmm. um, but I have friends that have family. Like, what if it's your family and those like those not just politics, but like thinking about having children and how to manage your finances or a career? Like, how do you manage those big things when your family doesn't line up with them? I, a lot of a lot of my friends have just said, like, we don't talk about it. It's just an understanding that. Wow. We don't bring it up. I, I guess know. with family yeah. in order to make it work. Well, my family is not for Trump, period. Like, so that's like not even a, it's not even a conversation. Right. It's just obvious. Just because, well, I come from a Hispanic family. There's no way. I mean, I know families, <laughs> There's no matter no what their, their skin color is, that. That they're, Wow. I don't know. It's just the values that, like, my my mother came from the Dominican Republic. My grandmother grandfather came from Puerto Rico. My my father was born in New York. And my mother grew, after Dominican Republic, she grew up in Washington Heights. They fought to be here. Yeah. And this man stands for the exact opposite of that. Right. So. And says you're a, not equal. Yeah, it's not a question. Like, and just the music that. I come from jazz. It's an African-American art form. Like, it stands for... It stands for equality. Yeah, it stands for freedom. It's black. It's black. Yeah. There's no... The conversations and the people that I put around me and the things that I had... that People that I put around me... I think that's interesting because not... I think that's been a struggle for a lot of other people, a lot of people that are surrounded, yeah. that are around us and the country as a whole yes i see it on the outside and i see it through my social media do you feel like phew i'm glad i don't have to deal with that yeah but then there's also the, okay there is people in my life that that i that i'm like oh yeah they're definitely trump supporter like people that i've worked with i can tell but none of them have ever had the audacity to mention it yeah to say right. anything so you just don't, to my face. So it's like, okay, it. you kind of know not to say that. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want me to pop off at the back. Like, no, that's not happening. And Yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm thankful for that, but it's also, I don't know. So let's talk about an opportunist 
in relationships. Are we getting into questions right now? Do we want to get into questions? Well, yeah. a, that was a question. Great. Let's do it. So let's get into questions, questions from the DMs. Thanks. Thank you to everyone that Yes. Thank you participated. so much. This time around, the second time, I found more people reached out with questions. So that's that was really cool. I'm really thankful for that. And you guys are awesome. You know who you are. Question number one. What are some major red flags in long-term relationships? You read that question really slowly. I did. Because I want people to hear it. Okay. <laughs> what are some red flags, some major red flags in long-term relationships? <laughs> Thank you for accommodating me. See, Uni listened to me and she changed <laughs> for me yes. to accommodate what I needed from her. <laughs> that's a good friend that's right a, there. That's a white flag. <laughs> that's a white flag. You know, okay, just a side note. You know what I keep thinking every time we say red flag? You know, okay, so we use uh, Microsoft Outlook at work Blech. for our email. We can red flag emails. Oh, do yeah. Do you do that? I do that all the time. I don't. Oh, I do that all the <laughs> time. I've done it like, on accident. When I need to accident. go back to something and I just keep thinking, red flags. Ah, Get out of work. Out of work mode. Out of work mode. So we've hit on this a little bit in long-term relationships. Yeah. I think if someone has a drastic change all of a sudden, whether it's about their finances or religion or career well not career so much i think that's can be fluid but something about their core values core, i think yeah. that's a red flag they're different they're a different person from when you met you originally started to dating and naturally that's gonna happen but is it in is it in congruence is it in line with your life that's that's what else do you think are some red flags Hines? um your sexual habits like if you as you are growing in a relationship and you're having frequent sex are you guys and in then sync? It, are you and in then sync? it gets infrequent in in infrequent yes that's a red flag yeah i don't know what do you think about that well, I've are, had you some... on the same, are you on the same schedule? Like, are your needs being met? Some person, someone might, you know, they, they only need it once a week, once a month. And the other person may need it, like, three times a week. Like... I've had, I've had um, situations like that in relationships. And it turned like, out. Or are they depressed? Is it, I was is just going to say that. I was just going to say, wow. it turns out, you read my mind. Mm. It turns out that, and, and it, it. I didn't realize it until after the relationship had ended, but I thought, and it was within the relationship, the issue was sex. We were not in the same place about it. Mm -hmm. And I thought all it had to do was with the sex, but it turns out it was because of other things. Mm -hmm. In this case, it was. Like the sex was a symptom depression. because of depression, because the relationship was sour. Yikes, it was sour. Like it was not, uh, we were not treating each other openly and with respect. Yeah. And 
you know, how do you, how can you want to be intimate with someone when you're being treated not so great? Amen. And in this ah! case, and in this case, I was the one that was like being whack. Oh, wow. You know, because I was unhappy. I was, I don't know. I, I don't want to say I was depressed, but I definitely like was in a really rough place. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be careful in relationships of not what I was doing was I was putting all of my happiness on this person. I was doing the same. And making them responsible for it. I've had the same experience. I was was obsessed with making the other person happy because I was unhappy with myself. And they were unhappy with themselves. There there was no way I was going to make them happy. So they were relying on you for happiness. Uh, You were trying to make that person happy. Yes. All the time. And I was investing See, was my happiness in their happiness. Yeah. It was fucked up. Like, I'm glad I got out of that situation. Yeah. But I, so, after that, I learned a lot. I think in long-term relationships, you have to be careful about mm-hmm. being an individual and taking responsibility for your own shit. Yes. That's a red, that's a, that's a self-red flag. Yeah. Self-reflective totally. red flag. Totally. That's a huge lesson I learned In a, in a long-term relationship. Yeah. Are you maintaining your individuality within... Your and your own happiness and your own yes, goals. that's the biggest one overall, in my opinion. That person should enhance those things. Mm-hmm. Question number dos. What are signs that someone is an opportunist? Why do you, where do you think this question came from for them? Do you know who asked this question? I do know who asked this question. Let's first, let's define what an opportunist okay. is. Okay. Tell us, Uni. An opportunist is a person who exploits circumstances to gain immediate advantage rather than being guided by consistent principles or plans. Yeah. I'd say that's a red flag if I ever saw one. (laughs) So basically, she's asking... Oh, yeah. She's asking, like, what are signs that this person is... Only looking out for themselves. Only looking out for themselves. Have do not have your best interests at heart. Well, I think it's when they're they're making decisions and not thinking about the effects of their deci- decisions on other people, just about themselves. Yeah. What are you gonna do about that? You can't do anything about that. Yeah. Basically, there are an opportunist. I equate them with being a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Somebody that just lacks complete reliance reliability are they bailing on you are you making plans with them and they're just like um they're just not making you a priority in in subtle ways and so what if so that's cool if like it's new you don't really know this person your feelings aren't super invested i've been in a situation where i've met someone it was a huge spark for me like there was just this energy that i was like whoa this slapped me across the face i haven't felt this in so long And then it became clear that they were a little bit narcissistic. What I did is I rode the wave for a little bit. I I, uh, just saw what happened with it. And then it got to a place where it was just didn't feel good. And I think people can get caught up. All of a sudden, you're together for a year. You're together for two years. You're together for three years, five years. And you're dealing with the same. Brushing the flags under the rug. Yeah. Yeah, you got to listen to yourself. Yeah, you got to try to get get ahead. And it kind of goes back to the question, like, oh, you take these red flags, but then you also you make note of them. 
when you give them a chance. Am I doing the right thing? It's arguable. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Question number three. How and when does one change the course when you see a red flag? I love that question. And this was I from a, a dude from friend. A yeah, this is from a guy. Um, Man, this I is hard. I appreciated that. Like, There's good guys out there that, that like legit think about these things. Think about too. these things and also want to hear a woman's perspective. Thank you for being supportive. We appreciate <laughs> you. Amen. Um, but our okay. album is dropping next year too. So, um, what do you think, Yoon? Communication. That- How and when does one change the course? So you talk to them about it. You and well, first you internalize it. This is what I do. I internalize it. I, for myself, I see that it's a warning sign. Then I bounce it off the people that I confide in, that I, my friends, my family, my mom, like, hey, Allie, what do you think about that? We do this all the time. Allie, this guy said da-da-da-da-da to me. What do you think about this? And you're like, oh, girlfriend, I don't like the way he's talking to you. And I'm like, well, why? Like, it's not that big of a deal. You're like, actually, he's demeaning this. this he's is, doing X, Y, and Z. X, Y, and Z. This is how it's making you feel. Right. And that goes back to your point of like, who do you have around you and who do you rely on for advice? Because you need that. And you take the advice and you also sit with it and you hold it and you say, all right, do I want to, do I take this advice? Do I receive it? Or do I just like know that it's there and do my own thing and appreciate it? Mm -hmm. And then the communication part, is it, is the information that I've gathered off of this red flag enough to bring to the table yeah. to have a, that real conversation? And a lot of times they can be really sensitive things. So I have trouble with finding the right way to even say things. That's a lesson I'm learning of like not just being super blunt and saying what's in my head because... Or do you let it go? Do you let it go? Or do you find... I'm working on finding ways to say things that are in a way that the person can actually hear it and not feel bad about it. Sometimes you do have to let it go, too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're thinking about things that, like, just are not worth bringing up and, like, are really your things. Mm. It's your shit that you need to work out with yourself. And they don't need to be said out loud. Yeah. Because it may just be straight up. Is it really a red flag? Right. Or is it just you being being a little whack? Yeah. Check yourself. Check yourself. Um, But, yeah, it's hard to make those decisions. I mean, you sat on a decision for a while. You were feeling some red flags, and you weren't sure how and when to... Yeah. I was not anything. sure. I was like, I don't have my my gut feeling. I couldn't tell what it was. And then out of nowhere, the decision was made for it you. It wasn't a red the red flag was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just sent me the illest text message I've ever seen in my life. What if he hadn't done that and you kept having these weird feelings like 
do you have an idea of when you would have known like, okay, I got to like this red flag is still here. It's a subtle red flag. And when do you know when it's time I to think, take action or not? I think that the guy was getting really serious and he was like, oh, I want you to come and down and meet my family down south. Oh and my I was God, like, I remember that now. I wasn't for that. And I was ready to be like, no, it's not time. And, you know, I was ready to just kind of bow out. You were. I was. So then. But he jumped, he pulled the trigger and was like, oh, I'm seeing the conversations that we're having and we're not in the same place. Like, I want to leave the city and you want to stay here. And also, I may sound like an asshole, but I don't like the direction that we're going in because I'm afraid you're going to gain weight. Woo! That's a whole nother thing, (laughs) y'all. I was like, what? Also, (laughs) when someone says, I don't want to sound like an asshole or I'm going to sound like an asshole right now, then don't say it. Don't. Don't say it. Or find your own question. You need need to then think, is do I need to actually say this? And if I do, is there a way to say it where I'm not sounding like an asshole? Because if you, if it's important enough for you to bring it up with someone you're in a relationship with, friendship, romantic, otherwise, if it's important enough for you to bring it up, that person is going to be open to receiving it and having the conversation. Mm-hmm. And at mind least that's you, how I feel about it. And the other thing is this guy was not at all fit. Nah. Zero. Let's talk about the double standard. It's like, the fuck out of here. So, y'all, you here. better believe we're going to talk about some misogyny and double standard. Oh, and um, men feeling empowered to say things like, okay, here's a little treat that I got from a friend. When your boyfriend eats your Chinese leftovers and says, well, I bought it, so it's technically mine. What? That's Excuse like, me? same thing, like... I bought it so it's mine. I'm worried about the weight you're gaining. Like, for men to to even have the balls to have those thoughts, not even say those things, but to have those thoughts, those are some burning red flags. No, sir. We got to change that no, narrative sir. right there, y'all. No, sir. We got to change it. Why do you feel like you have the power to say those things? Mm-mm. It's society. I've never had, and I think it's, I think it's a male thing because I've never had a woman who dates women or has been, or a friend even. I've never had a female friend say to me, "Hey, I'm worried about the weight you're gaining." No, <laughs> never. Or like if we go out to dinner and a friend is like, "Oh, girl, like I got you this time." But, oh, that pizza that you were going to take home, that's mine. I'm going to, because I'm paying for this meal. <laughs> Dick. <sighs> no women. No, I just don't. And if, if there are women out there like that, like, I just don't put that. If you've had that sphere. experience from a female saying those things to you, let us know. Let because us know. I would love to hear. I've never, yeah. What happened there? Anyway. Should we get into our final segment called Dear Men? Oh, men. We love you. We love you, you, but you whack sometimes. We gotta check you a little bit. We gotta just check yourself. The ones that we've encountered. Like, we're checking ourselves. We know that there's good guys out there. Okay, dear men. If you're gonna holla back and you're gonna bring your red flags back into my life, 
Return of the Red Flag. Ugh. What do you do? I just recently had this situation. It surprised me. First of all, in my experiences, when somebody leaves you, they always come back. And why do they do that? Why do they bring their red flags back to you? It ended for a reason. Why are you bringing this fuckery back to me? It clearly ended for a reason. Exactly. For me, when when there are no second chances, if I'm done with you, I'm done with you. That's it. Like, I'm not, you're not coming back to me. Like, this ain't happening. anymore. What are you doing? I don't know. It's it's an ego ego thing, I think. They want to test and see, like, you know what? For some whatever reason, they're like, oh, I wonder what Allie's doing. And I'm going to holler they, at they her. They decide to slide on into the DM or hit you up in a text message and say some stupid ass shit. Yo, no. Why? Why do you do that? So let's think so, about let's think about it before you do that, guys. Okay? What were you going to say, Yunz? If you're going to do that, if you're going to reach out to somebody from the past, address the fuckery that happened prior to. Right. Because chances are you haven't fucking You changed. know that it happened. Oh, yeah, you haven't changed. You so haven't that's why changed. it hasn't been addressed. So for me, you cut it off. Yeah, just don't even. Don't, don't send respond. that message. Don't do not do it. And I haven't responded, do and we just talked I'm about so this, glad. but it's hard. You know, it's fucked with me a little bit. Of course. But I'm— The same thing happened to me in the same week. Yep. This dude reached out and was like, hey, it was nice to see you. Mm. No, it is not nice to see you, and you, I'm not responding. Do you remember how we left things off? Do you remember? Oh, no, you, you forgot the, because the bullshit you you're said? into yourself. No, yeah. no. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Yunes, what are some words of encouragement that we can so leave to leave our listeners? Up. Trust yourself. Trust your gut. And... Trust the people that you put around you. That little feeling that you have in your stomach or in your chest mm-hmm. or wherever. <laughs> in your loins. In, in your, no. If you get Don't a little trust your loins. if you get a little buzzy trust. feeling down there, <laughs> you shouldn't listen to that, actually. No, wherever it is, wherever you're uh, Don't trust your loins, trust usu- your heart. Usually in your gut. Usually it's in your tum tum. You um yeah. Listen to it. Yeah. Listen to that feeling because and it's there for a reason. And if you're feeling like, oh, this situation makes me go, oh. Chances are it's not going to. Yeah. It's, it's there for a reason. Yeah, it's there for a reason. And it's cool if you need to take some time to figure it out. And it's cool if you are in complete acknowledgement and are in complete awareness of the situation. And it just takes you a little while to make the decision that mm-hmm. you know you need Digest to make. It. Eat it. Swallow it. Let the gut do its thing, and then poop it out. Poop it out. <laughs> Get rid of that shit. That was probably the most childish thing I've said all day. That's great. We can do that. Say it. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for being here. We out. And we'll see you next week.